0: It's Rusty diamond motherfucker Yo man oh, Miss Rusty. Boom is rusty. Boom is rusty. Somewhere in there, one of those is going to work without clipping. As I say all the time, welcome to the show. The show today. I had to think which podcast I'm recording. It is the Public Access Podcast, the podcast here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network QGBN, and I'm your host, Rusty Diamond. Uh, Fucking is my middle name, but you know, I didn't say I'm Rusty fucking Diamond. Now I did, but you're going to get that twice. So if you need to know my middle name to look it up on government documents, that's how you do it. Um, there's other Rusty Diamonds, but I don't ha- believe they have the same middle name as I do. So today's Thursday. I, uh, you know, and that's good. Thursday, whatever, 27th of April. So I am ready to go, and I have a guest that's ready to go. I have a guest waiting in the waiting room. I'm going to bring that guest on right here, right now, and I'm just going to stall while it loads up because that's how we do it, and we get going, and we have Richard Jansen. How you doing?
1: Hi. Nice to be here.
0: Uh, good to doing have great. you here. So where are you in the world-ish?
1: I am based in Europe to be precise uh, then in Estonia but I do mostly coach guys from the US from Canada Australia and so on.
0: Okay. So uh okay so you're you're it's like evening there right now afternoon maybe afternoon early yeah. evening.
1: It's it's five p.m. right now. So oh,
0: Okay. So you're yeah a couple hours ahead of uh uh england or i guess
1: exactly exactly
0: okay cool and so let's see so you um we'll just get kind of into it i guess so you are a a dating coach and i've had on other dating coaches i've had on um a dating coach from i want to say she was in france and And then I had one I had a dating coach on from uh, who has an offline It's called offline dating master offline dating she's a coach from uh, she lives in Portland and then I have one had one a few days ago who is a uh, she's the what was it called Uh, the I want to say not curvy girl dating coach. It might be curvy girl dating coach, something something along those lines. But she was from the, the States as well. And so uh, it's cool that I, I have another one and that I have a, a male uh, dating coach because I haven't got to talk with a male dating coach yet. And that's, that's something different. And so when you're going on, on podcasts, I guess, or what got you to jump into a podcast group?
1: So, really, to be honest, it was it was mostly about uh, spreading my message. You know, the more people hear the message, obviously, and the better for me, uh, the better for them, of course, as well. If I can help them, so that was really the main main purpose of of getting into the group.
0: Okay, and so, and then with that, so what is your message then? If uh, that you wanted to get kind of in the you know, elevator pitch style of uh, what? What's your message?
1: Sure. You know, my mission has always been, or or since I've been doing this, uh, really helping guys to to have better dating lives, to really get out of uh, you know from from their bad situations, improving their, their lives in that regard. I myself used to be in a horrible situation with women, and and uh, after getting out of that situation, I really want to help others achieve the same thing as well. So. So that would be my message really briefly summed up.
0: Okay and so what got you to get 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 out of your fucking old relationship and be like okay well it's it's time to go.
1: Well well the thing was that i was always chubby I, was, I started balding when i was 17 years old i had a, i was not very good with women to be honest and uh, and by sheer luck i got myself my first girlfriend when i when i was about 18 or or something along the lines and uh, she was really amazing. She was stunning. She was beautiful. Uh, it was a messed up relationship. I'm not going to get into too many details, but she sure. was not right in the head. Basically, she was a bit crazy. Uh, but it didn't matter to me because since I hadn't had a girlfriend before, and I always thought of myself as someone who would, you know, never get a nice, good-looking girlfriend, then even after breaking up with her, I thought to myself, you know, if if by luck I got that kind of a girl one time then probably it should be possible for me to get another good looking girl as well. So this is when I basically dived into all of this stuff, started reading books, started working with coaches, uh, you know, started approaching women, went out on dates, really tried to work on my own dating profiles, my own knowledge on, on attraction. And and that is kind of what got me into this as well. So that was a bit of my backstory.
0: So then... Uh, so after you broke up with with your girlfriend there, I mean, were you going, was there a period of you just sort of trying to, you know, being at home trying to get over it that way? Or were you just like, you know what, I'm going to get out on the streets, I'm going to go and try to find someone new or, um, you know, I'm just going to go up and talk to anyone I can I can find and see how it works or what how that works
1: no it actually took me a lot of time to to kind of build up the courage to actually walk up to someone but i wasn't particularly sad about the breakup so i really i had only one thing on my mind and that was how can i get more girls how can i get more amazing women and that is when i started you know reading books going through forums watching youtube videos then working with with some coaches myself and then actually slowly but steadily became quite good at what, at at that as well.
0: So what did, when you reached out to a coach, how did you find a coach and what was, you know, what was the first thing the coach told you to do? Well,
1: uh, I, I, I think I found someone on YouTube and then through that, I watched, you know, a lot of his videos and then ended up signing up But it's very difficult to sum up what they what they told me to do, because uh, dating coaching really mostly is about understanding the attraction process. So attraction is a process like any other. It happens when certain qualities are present. Right. So when it comes to men and women, the attraction process is a bit different. So in terms of uh, the male attraction process due to evolution or God or however you want to put this, uh, we men, we really get attracted to, to physical qualities very, very much. I mean, this is one of our main attraction triggering behaviors, but uh, or not behaviors, but we get attracted to these qualities. But when it comes to women, women rather get attracted to to behaviors, how men behave. are they confident can they lead does it appear that they have their life in order etc and that was the stuff that my coach started you know teaching me as well so I first of all I really needed to get over some of my mind blocks where I thought that you know I'm fat I'm bald I can never do this it's it's not possible for me I could never have an amazing girlfriend uh, first, I needed to work on those mind blocks, and then step by step, you know, actually going out, approaching people, getting some tips on how to do it properly. What are some things to look out for? How to read attraction, etc. It was, you know, it is a bit of a process, but uh, but it it all makes sense. It's it's all pretty logical if you if you start going through this.
0: So then, were you? Um, I mean, were people? I don't know so okay so let's let's say the first first woman you walked up to after you met with your um your dating coach uh what was how that uh, encounter go
1: i I can't really tell you about the first one because I I They're all kind of like mixed together. But initially, I was not very good at it. I I always got like blackout drunk. (laughs) I tried to walk up to women while being drunk because that was kind of the only thing that.
0: Oh, I I lost your sound. Yeah, when you.
1: Can you hear me now? Yep, there you go. Perfect. So basically, initially, uh, how much did you hear? Sorry. None of that last part. None of that. Okay, so basically, the initial approaches, uh, when I did my initial approaches, I usually got very drunk, because that was the only thing that could kind of relieve my my anxiety or stress that I have about it. And, uh, you know, so I, I can't remember them very well, to be honest. But step by step, I started to get more sober while doing it, I, I gained more confidence. Initially, when I was drunk, I started to get some successes as well. And then I drank less and less every single time and and you know at some point I could do it absolutely sober
0: so were you picking up bar bar women
1: yes that was that your approach Mainly. mainly initially that was my approach that seemed to be the easiest way because you know when you go to bars when you when you socialize when you go clubbing a lot of the times when people drink a little bit and they're you know in in that elevated mood they tend to be a lot more open to approaches they tend to be a lot more open to finding partners as well you know some people go out just to meet a partner for example so that was initially the easiest way for me to you know approach this
0: so what was the next place you started going after you started going to the clubs to go well then i start trying to meet women
1: Then I think the second step was that I started doing a lot, a lot of online dating. So first fixing up my online dating profile, making sure my photos look good, making sure that I know how to text. I started practicing that. And then I started getting kind of like daytime dates through through online dating. That was kind of the the next step. Nowadays, I wouldn't say that. uh, you know, there are def- different ways you could approach this. You could either start from walking up to people at bars or in the street, or you could do online dating. It really doesn't matter. But uh, in my case, that was kind of the process, how I approached it. The second thing was was online dating dates.
0: So how are those online dates going? Um I mean, there is a big... Uh, a big like way they can go there's many different ways those online dates can go and I I think I've experienced most all of them and um so what about you how 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 are they going for
1: you well uh, they went initially not as good but as time progressed they then obviously I started to become better and better because uh, as I told you earlier attraction really is a process if you learn how to understand the process if you understand what qualities for example in you trigger attraction in women how do they signal if they're interested or disinterested or whether they like a the certain move or not if you start understanding these concepts and you really you know every time you go on a date you make it as you make it a learning experience for yourself so so what I used to do was that I went on a date and after that date I really I had a notepad and I wrote down everything about the date, everything I could remember, you know, what I said, how did she react to that? Uh, When was the time where I started to escalate a little bit? Why did it fail? Why did it succeed? I really started to break it apart. And that is what really helped me as well. That is what I really recommend a lot of guys to do as well. that that break down your dates. Don't just mindlessly go on dates and try the same thing over and over again, but try to figure out what went right, what went wrong, at what point did she start to lose interest, etc. And that is is how I started to improve as well.
0: I mean, yeah, data is uh, some of the most valuable form of feedback and way to better yourself. Just, I mean, the more data you have, the better it's going to be for you. And so I mean, did you have people that I mean, you never like? I don't know. Did any of uh, the women you were dating they ever find your notebook and uh, be <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, well, I got I got half a star," and and he said he, I was kind of kind of <laughs> shitty that first time, and uh, she didn't and she didn't like my joke about uh, that you know flying on an airplane and playing golf and. You know, whatever it
1: may be, did that ever happen? Uh, it, it did not happen. It okay. did not happen. So I got lucky when it came to that. But uh, but later on, when I was already a dating coach and actually teaching clients, initially I was really afraid to talk about my profession. So I I, I was worried that women might, you know, maybe they might mind, or maybe they might think that I'm a I don't know a hypocrite or some sort of a manipulator or whatever, whatever else. So uh, so at that point, uh, one girl found out when I was on a date that I was actually a dating coach, uh, uh, but she didn't react negatively at all. She she, in fact, reacted very positively. and, uh, And and that is when after that, I really started talking about my profession as well. Of course, I've had some experiences where women have been a bit. Know, hesitant. They have thought about it. Like, you know, what kind of profession is it? They have asked me more questions. But whenever I come to that point where I'm able to explain my profession and, you know, what what it's good for and that it's not all about or, or not really, in fact, at all about manipulating women or kind of, you know, deceiving them, then they really accept that most of the times.
0: And so um, to go back for a minute, so with your online profile, when you set it up, um, I mean, how like truthful was it? Was it or were there parts because so when I what I'm getting at here when I was talking with the, the curvy girl dating coach, um she had uh like she she was worried that since she was you know more curvy and stuff that you know she put down uh you know stuff that wasn't representing her. Uh, like accurately you know you have pictures where you can only see like part of part of her and her body or you know saying that uh, you know she was average sized and then she's going out on these dates and when the guys meet her they're like well what the fuck you this isn't this isn't what I signed up for what what are you trying to do and then once she changed that and she's like put down Kirby and started showing pictures of herself was like there's a lot of dudes who are are into that. Like, you know, like, and like you said, guys are, you know, very much, um, one of the things that they look for is, you know, physical traits and stuff like that. And you go in and you think that you're meeting someone that looks like this and they show up and they're different. Like, what the fuck? Like you're this, this isn't what I, you know, I didn't want this. Like, but then, you know, there's a lot of dudes that like curvy chicks and, um, you know that's it's cool, man. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Was that was that something that you kind of dealt with or you deal with with your coaching?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, that that's a very good point that you've just brought up. Now, I never and and i never encourage my clients to to you know absolutely lie about their size or or you know what what they've accomplished for example i never ever encourage lying but of course i i would say it's, it's it's better to, for example, hire a photographer who knows what kind of angles to use, who makes you maybe look a bit thinner, maybe like, I don't know, 10 kilograms t- thinner. If you weigh about, I don't know, 100 kilograms and they make you look like you like you weigh about 90 kilograms. I'm sorry, I don't know, that, know it in pounds. So that is why I, I stick to the kilograms. But if you make yourself look like 10% Thinner. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily because especially when it comes to men, women value more, you know, the as as I explained earlier as well, they value your behavior. Are you confident? Does it look like you have your life together, does it look like you are in your purpose, etc. So those few extra pounds that you might notice, it it really doesn't make that much of a difference. So I did the same thing, I made myself look a bit thinner. So you know, as presentable as I as I could look. So basically, that was what I did, but never lie about your you know, I don't know the things that you can do or things that you've accomplished. Rather, I would leave out perhaps some of the bad things and maybe not mention them. But but I would never lie on these profiles because I don't think that's that's moral.
0: So then but so I was getting more, I guess, at uh, at women, because like you said, at, you know, like most women don't really care what guys look like uh, really too much. There's somewhat, but not nearly as much as what men think of women. Um, so, I mean, so if you're a guy, are you, you know, it would be like a guy, you know, them uh, putting that they, you know, are a lot more confident than they are. They put on that they have, you know, uh, some fucking awesome job and a sweet car or something, standing in front of a, a ferrari or something you know or whatever whatever people do and um and then yeah then you know the the woman gets there on the date and they're like what the fuck is this like this isn't what i signed up for like come on uh you're, you're wasting my time is that so are and i guess are you working with women too or is it for men only no. i, I okay. work with
1: men only i work with men only one point i wanted to make about your your previous point as well you mentioned that that, that that appearance isn't almost at all important. I mean, it is definitely important. So you should always look your best. If you are, I don't know, balding, I would recommend you shave your head. If you have an outgrown beard that looks messy, then obviously trim it. If you can, then obviously wear nice clothing. Don't show up on a date with a with a T-shirt with a stain on it, you know, et cetera. But you right. want to look your absolute best but yes, that is true that women don't value physical appearance nearly as much as they claim. They claim that it is very important, but in reality, you can get away with not looking like a prince. So, yeah. so, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a very good looking guy. And, you know, I, it's, it's about that confidence. If you got that, like, or you're funny, you know, that goes a long way. It uh, goes a long way. Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of, kind of cool. It's It works out for in your favor if you're not a very good looking guy. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, so okay, so you were with only guys. Uh, so why not work with women?
1: That's a good question. Now, mainly because uh, I can relate mostly to men because I have been in a very similar position like many of my clients. I can really relate to their problems. I've been through this journey you know, myself if I were to now teach women it would only be theoretical knowledge that I could provide and of course I could provide some theoretical knowledge to women as well but I feel more comfortable and more confident teaching men because I have been the been through this myself
0: okay yeah, that makes sense and so um I mean how are you getting uh so okay, you said you have a YouTube channel. I don't know if you said that off air or on air, or I saw that. But so you have a YouTube channel. What kinds of um, what kinds of things are there, and are they to lead to you know give give um, give advice or to you know get. I mean obviously is to get you get them to your course, but um I mean is is it for advice and like do you have um I mean I don't know I mean what is it to kind of also show what sets you apart from other dating coaches?
1: Yeah, well, I have a YouTube channel. I just recently became more active on it. I think it's a couple of years old, but I just, I don't know, six months ago, I started uh, working on it properly as well. And I really mainly give out kind of like tips, quick tips. I don't record any like 30-minute videos, but I rather do these short format videos where I give out some tips. And of course, the main purpose is to guide people onto my channel and onto my page as well. That is that is one of the main reasons, but I also want to give out free advice as well. So giving out some tips and and you know stuff people can actually use in real life.
0: So what's what's an example of something someone has come up to you or messaged you and said, Hey, uh like a real success story. What what's like something one of your clients was like, you know what? I was totally fucking up but then I got in your program and this changed. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a good question. Now I've had uh, several, of course, first of all. Absolutely. But, uh, but it really, first of all, we should start from, uh, from defining what is success. Because I've had many, many, many different clients uh, throughout the years of working with uh, with men. Now, to a guy, for example, who is forty years old, has never had a girlfriend, has never kissed anyone, has has never been on a date. If they walk up to me or or they kind of want to start working together with me, then success for them would be already you know starting to go on. I don't know, a couple of dates per month, maybe getting their initial kiss. That doesn't sound like much for, for a regular person, but it sure is a lot for that person. So, yeah. so that is one thing. On the other hand, I've had clients in the past who have been you know, already very successful with women. Maybe they they already have like a rotation of women with whom they sleep with. They They go on many, many dates and they just want to have a couple of more. Now that really sounds successful, but that's you know, that, that's a bit different, but I've definitely had very, very different kinds of clients through through, you know, from different uh, areas of life. But one that comes into mind the most, I would say the guy who got most success would be that same 40 year old guy. I was actually talking about about a real person. So he was very, very anxious. He was he was from England uh, and uh, and I think he was about 42 years old and he literally had never had, you know, a girlfriend never kissed anyone, etc. cetera. But uh, after the coaching finished, so first of all, during the coaching, he became a lot more confident. He he started going on dates. He started believing in himself again. He started working out in the gym at the same time as well. He, he bought himself new clothes, uh, started getting some successes from dates, finally got his first kiss during our coaching as well. And uh, I just reached out to him. I think it was like six months ago. I actually worked together with him about a year ago. And and now he had found himself a girlfriend as well. And he was really happy. He was very, very thankful. So I would say that was, that was one of my biggest successes because he was very, very introverted, very, very, you know, isolated in life. He, he worked an IT job, barely ever communicated with people, was very, very depressed. So I felt... That was one of my, you know, biggest personal victories, uh, so to say.
0: Yeah, and that's awesome. I mean, uh, so what was it like when he told you that he got his first kiss during your, your course?
1: Well, that made me very happy, and and he was uh, obviously very happy as well. I've had plenty of other stories similar, but I think in this case he was just special because he he was very introverted, could barely utter a word when we first talked. And it was a he was a real tough nut to crack, crack but uh, but we made it work. So that made me very happy as well.
0: So what was that first breakthrough with him, where you were able to kind of get him out of his shell? When you knew that, I, like, I, okay, I got him, I'm on the right track.
1: Well, just like with him, but but also with other clients, the first thing always is is really understanding the attraction process. So making sure that you as a man. And as as my client understand, where does attraction come from? What are the qualities that really trigger attraction? You don't have to be a ten out of ten looking, you know, prince on a white horse. When people realize that, and they really understand that attraction can be systemized, that it's you know possible to possible to actually learn it, to improve on it, that it's not some kind of a magical thing and that and that not all women are, are these mysterious beings who, who we can never understand. Once guys understand that, really, a lot of the times their mindset changes. They understand that if I put work into this, if I put effort into this, if I start going out, if I start getting dates and I really start breaking those dates apart analyzing what happened, then that is where the real change happens. And that was exactly what happened with that guy as well. After he understood that he's not a worthless, you know, worthless human being, that he actually could have a girlfriend, that there's actually, you know, that that he could actually make that work, then his mindset changed as well. But with him, it took obviously a lot longer than it usually takes with, with my other clients, but, but that I think that was the moment. And that is a moment for a lot of my other clients as well.
0: Um, so the next thing was, I was going to ask, have you thought about a book? Has that gone through you, uh, your mind at all or anything like that? Some sort of, you know, I don't know, a book or some sort of list of, I don't know, speech, maybe doing like speeches somewhere or anything like that
1: i've done in the past i've done some offline seminars and so on but but i've never thought about a book very 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 you know deeply because the information is out there uh, there are so many guys so many coaches who do the exactly you know exactly the same thing or or very similar they have similar pro- approaches to dating uh, so i don't feel the necessity i don't want to do the work i don't want to you know sit down for I don't know months and write a book when the information is out there. I want to be more practical. I want to work on this every single day. I want to you know be with my clients, support them. So I at this point of life, I I just don't see value in it. But uh, you know, who knows? Maybe in the future.
0: Yeah, and so then your clients, are you meeting them with them once every week or so, or like you know a few times a week, or for a certain time and then change it to a week, uh, every other week. Or how does that work?
1: So I mainly do online coaching. So that means that I meet most of my clients through kind of these Zoom meetings, but uh, but it really depends on the necessity. So if uh, if someone needs more support, then I meet with them every other day, for example. If a person doesn't need as much guidance, can you know is, is an action taker, anyways understands what I tell them to do, then maybe we meet like once a week or maybe once every two weeks. So really depends on the necessity. But I would say on average, maybe like once a week. Okay,
0: and so, I mean, so who is the person that you want to have message you and say, uh, help me, Richard, or is it is there a certain person or a certain kind of person, or is it just anyone who can do that?
1: Well, of course, I would encourage everyone to to message me who who feels that they're that they're troubled or that they you know can't can't manage that part of their their life or just want to improve their dating lives. Of course, everyone can reach out to me, but I I prefer working with uh, and and what I've set as kind of like my target audience as well are men who are. You know, action takers—men who have already achieved something—I I tend to work with entrepreneurs, etc. And I personally like that the most because they are not quitters. They—they they, you know know what they want in life. They can be analytical thinkers. Uh, I, I prefer that, of course. But e- anyone can reach out to me, and we can then you know determine whether we are a good fit or not.
0: So, are you more of like a uh, let's see, like an advanced course? for people for the most part is that like what you're trying to do um and trying to get people for like people who are like you're saying already kind of know how to do this stuff and are there but can just use those final few steps to just kind of you know go up like a percent or two each time is that something more like you're what you're trying to do
1: not really not really it okay. really depends on on the person or, or on the client so i've as i said earlier i've had guys who have been you know 40 year old virgins i've had guys who have been already sleeping with many many women and just want to sleep with more women it really doesn't matter to me who i coach and that is that is why you know anyone who's watching and wants to reach out to me don't worry if you've only had one girlfriend or whether you've had had 100 girlfriends it doesn't matter we can always want, find ways to to you know tweak your perf- performance make sure that you could get even better results because the, the truth is a lot of times that most guys even if they are very very successful they actually lack that that kind of like systemized approach to dating they don't know what they're doing maybe they're naturally you know confident and they just get results most guys don't have a, a specific battle plan when they approach or when they go on a date, they just you know go about the date. But so so I can really help most guys because I can give them that systemization. I can give them basically the structure they need. And it doesn't matter whether you've only had one girlfriend or a hundred, just like I said.
0: Okay. And so how are people going to find you?
1: So people, uh, first of all, they can check out my website uh, that maybe we have linked somewhere as well, but, uh, but jansencoaching.com. Perfect. And also you can check out my social media as well. I'm on Instagram and and Facebook and and so on.
0: Excellent. Okay. And then, um, so I guess the last thing I want to ask you is where has that put you with dating from being a dating coach? Where has that transformed you into?
1: That's a very good question. Now, when it comes to me, I would say that uh, it it really, when I first started, you know, approaching women, started going out a lot more, started getting dates, it all came from a a very bad place. I think it has something to do with my childhood, some some unexplained trauma where I was always validation seeking. Since I didn't get a lot of validation from women when I was younger. I, it kind of left like a, like a hole in me. And I, I, I think that is the reason why I became a dating coach as well, because I wanted to fill that void. I wanted to get more. I wanted to be with more women. I wanted to feel loved. And that is what pushed me to go into extremes with this. You know, I, I approached, I've approached thousands, have been on many, many dates. I've had tons of, you know, girlfriends, etc. I think I took this too far until recently uh, until about like 5 years ago where then I started working on myself actually as well worked with a therapist with a psychologist etc until I figured out that you know it is a, a hole that you can't fill you need to work on yourself women are not the are not the answer and right now I am in a in a happy relationship so so that that is what would happen to me but really I think I was kind of like a broken person and that led me to take this so seriously as well, which led me to actually become good at this as well, because I had that inner, you know, dissatisfaction that led me to to really push and, and look for answers and try to get the best, you know, best looking women and so on. But I'm glad that I'm in a place where I am right now. Maybe that was the thing that helped me to to find that hole in the first place. So so I am Absolutely. right now I'm in a great spot.
0: Cool. Okay. Well, hey, well, thank you, Richard. I I enjoyed getting to talk to you and get getting to know you and getting, uh, you know, getting every, get all the information out, getting people who are listening to know about this and, you know, someone who might not have known or thought like, hey, I'm doing okay or uh, I could use a lot of help. You can get, get some information here or you can just go and get a hold of him i gotta point that way i guess but it's not going to matter it's just going to crop out anyway it's just going to be me pointing some direction me filling up the whole screen so um so yeah richard hey thank you so much and everybody thank you so much for listening and for uh, me. yeah you're welcome um rate review subscribe share do all that stuff it's up on You know, this will be up on YouTube, Rumble, uh, iHeartRadio, whatever, because I'm not saying anything I shouldn't be saying where I have to only put it on Rumble. So you guys enjoy that. And you guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And You're welcome. And you guys, that is the show. Maybe, maybe it is the show. Oh, is it the show? Because, you know, we're going to go like that because it is the show, man. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.